0: A lot of people don't actually want to be an entrepreneur they just want to have the things that they think they're going to get from it right so i would start to think about your beliefs around corporate and starting to break those down you're listening to the rich and hired podcast with chelsea stokes Chelsea is a former recruiter for one of the top media companies in the world, who transitioned her dream job after years of corporate burnout. Today, she's a career coach who has helped hundreds of women all over the world upgrade their careers, lifestyle, mindsets, and bank accounts. Listen in each week as she dives into the unconventional topics that can help you get to the next level of your career and life. Don't forget to rate and subscribe if you love the podcast. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Rich and Hired podcast. I'm super excited to talk about today's topic, which is talking about entrepreneurship and corporate. The topic for this podcast came to me during another podcast interview I was doing with another career coach who asked me to be on our podcast that will be coming out. I'll definitely share that with you all once it is out. And we were talking about this a little bit and just the realities of entrepreneurship and this big push right now for everyone to become entrepreneurs. And to be clear, I think that being an entrepreneur is such a crazy and beautiful journey that some of you, you know, maybe in your future or maybe not. But I also think that there's a lot of, Misrepresentation, miseducation about entrepreneurship. And my intention behind this episode is to give you some information if you're someone who's considered entrepreneurship now or in the future, just give you some guidance on how you could pursue that now or in the future, or also how you could make entrepreneurship a piece of your corporate career. So that's what we're going to break down today. So let's dive right in. First, I just want to give the context that, like I said, I think there is a big push right now to demonize corporate and to glorify entrepreneurship, which I'm not saying that there aren't companies that deserve to be demonized out there. There definitely are companies out there that aren't treating their employees well, that aren't paying their employees well, and that would not be great companies to work for. Some companies that I think are not the best to work for are some of the most well-named, you know, recognizable companies that are out there. So there certainly are companies out there that I think are not a great fit. At the same time, I think that there's a lot of miseducation out there about the possibilities in corporate. And as someone who worked for a company that took care of me so well I worked as an active travel guide for Backroads, which was a corporation, even though it was a unconventional job. And as well, seeing hundreds of my clients thrive in their careers at companies where they are being treated so well, I certainly know that it's possible. And just to give you all a little insight kind of into this this movement we're seeing in the corporate world. There's this big divide happening now between old corporate and new corporate. So, old corporate are those companies that are more traditional. They're typically the companies that aren't treating their employees super well or they're kind of stuck in old ways. So, I think for our parents' generation, corporate structure as a whole, it supported them and gave them things that Serve them a lot better than the way a lot of corporate companies are serving them now. Like, I know my dad worked for the same company for 35 years and he had a corporate car. He had a great salary. I mean, him and my mom, you know, we were, you know, middle class family, but we had a pretty good life. Like, we, you know, certainly weren't like rich by any means, but we had everything we needed to get by. Like, I, you know, I was able to get school clothes and, you know, things that I'm certainly very grateful and privileged to be able to have gotten. But, you know, my parents just had kind of like normal jobs and, you know, they were able to get by and the economy and things have certainly shifted. And a lot of companies have been stuck in kind of those old ways and haven't shifted to what the workforce needs now. And that's where new corporate comes in. So at the same time that we're seeing these older companies, we're seeing these new companies that are really starting to shift work culture, companies that offer four day work weeks. One of my clients who was in my program two years ago just emailed me that our company, she wanted to let me know that she has Fridays off because she requested it because she wanted to spend more time with her kids. She's able to work remotely remotely. Of course, you know, the work from home movement has been so great for parents and work-life balance. We're seeing things like amazing medical benefits and longer maternity leave and being able to work from anywhere and work from home stipends. I even had a client who's working at Chani and they offer unlimited menstrual leave, which usually gets people's ears perked. (laughs) So we're seeing this really big divide, right? On one hand, we have these companies that aren't treating their employees super great And then on the other hand, we have these companies that are offering really amazing employee benefits and perks and taking care of their employees. So I understand where this mindset is coming from, given that there are a lot of people in unhappy jobs. I also know firsthand that a lot of the dissatisfaction that's happening in corporate is happening because people have not been taught how to get jobs properly that serve them. We're just taught to get a job. People are not taught how to, you know, really create happiness within themselves internally. You know, a lot of our capitalist consumerist society is about outsourcing your happiness. Buy this thing and it'll make you happy. When in reality, a lot of the fulfillment you seek is already inside of you if you can just tap into it. But, you know, that doesn't make a lot of people a lot of money, so that's not something that a lot of people are promoting. So, you know, and and certainly as well, you know, lack of boundaries, societal pressures, you know, women feeling like they have to take on so much in their lives has led to people being really dissatisfied in their careers. So, you know, on one hand, we have these companies that aren't treating employees well. On the other hand, we kind of have these societal things that have created us into people that aren't creating our own careers, we're kind of creating our own dissatisfaction and our own prisons. And that's what is leading to a lot of this, you know, demonizing of corporate, which again, I totally get. So in comes entrepreneurship, right? And there's a lot of people and coaches out there talking about how you can make a ton of money from entrepreneurship, how you can make your own schedule, you know, break out of the nine to five, work from anywhere, you know, F your boss, you can be your own boss. And I think all that is great. And I think entrepreneurship, you know, obviously being an entrepreneur, there are so many beautiful things I've gotten from entrepreneurship, but I just want to give a little bit more of a reality check because I think that there's a lot of people out there that aren't really honest about what entrepreneurship actually is. And so entrepreneurship, you know, I think a big thing that people don't talk about is, you know, even if you can make money, like a lot of people say, oh, I, you know, I make $10,000 a month from my business. A lot of people don't talk about number one, what your expenses are just because you made $10,000 doesn't mean that your profit was $10,000. You still have to pay taxes. You still have to pay for expenses, like the programs you use, or if you have an assistant, or if you build your team, you know, there's all these things that you have to pay for. And if you don't, you have to do all all that work on your own. So are you making $10,000 a month, but you're actually working like 15 hour days? A lot of people don't talk about that. And for a lot of people starting out, they you know might have to do that. I certainly don't recommend it. I know that there's a more sustainable way to build a business. It might not be as quick as something like that, but you won't burn yourself out and then want to burn your business to the ground. So the first thing I think about entrepreneurship is people aren't honest about, you know, how, the money that they're making and the realities of, you know, building a business, you have to start to get delegate, get help from people. You have to pay taxes, all that stuff. So the money that you make, not all of it is, I mean, a small majority is going into your pocket until you start to scale and build out more profit. So that's one thing that I think is important to know. The second thing is, is that, I don't know a lot of overnight success businesses. If I do, I think there's one that I know that blew up in like a year or two, one person. But there's some things around that that I think led to them having that. I think that they had a lot of privileges to be able to do that. Most businesses take seven to eight years to make a profit. Now, let me be clear that my business made a profit much sooner than that. So it certainly is possible, However, I like completely burnt myself out when I was first in my business trying to build a profit and, you know, just run and have a business without having any sort of other type of income. So I think it's really important to think about, you know, building a business sustainably takes time. And if you want to not (laughs) hate your life and have to like you know run yourself into the ground, it's gonna probably take time to build your business. You know, there's so many things that go into a business, and honestly, like I know it might sound like a long time, seven to eight years goes by super super fast, and so that's the average that most businesses are seeing. But you do see a lot of these coaches and people out there, you know, talking about their profits, but a lot of these coaches have been doing this a long time. And again, I I even think working with a coach, like I worked with a coach, a business coach, and they helped me to build my business. And I, I totally give a lot of credit to the coaches I've worked with for my business success because they showed me how to do it, you know, a lot faster than seven to eight years. That being said, I think a lot of the things I was taught was, you know, teaching me how to build a business that can bring in revenue and help people, but not a business that always served me. You know, they, a lot of my coaches were kind of like, well, you just kind of have to buckle up and do this stuff, even though you're tired and burned out and just push through. And that wasn't great for my health. So I think it's really important to also just recognize that it might take time to build your business, which is okay if you have a vision and an idea. But I think that's something that a lot of people skip over. And the third thing about entrepreneurship that I think a lot of people need to think about is it's the things that you want likely from entrepreneurship are not going to come immediately. And so in the next part of this podcast, I'm going to get into four questions that you could ask yourself, but this is a big thing to think about. You know, a lot of people want, you know, to break out of the nine to five, like I said, and not have a boss and make your own schedule. But the reality is, is that those things are likely not going to come until later because you can't just work whenever you want. When you're starting your business, you have to show up to it like a job. And a lot of times you might be working more than you would in a normal company. You know, like I said, I have clients that are working for day work weeks. They work less than I do, which I think I have a much better balance than I did when I first started my business. Now I have a much more feminine line business. I feel super calm and I feel so much less I really don't feel any burnout than that compared to what I used to feel when I first started my business. However, I still have to, you know, if I worked in a corporate job, I could probably work less than what I do now, right? And I certainly hope to scale back more and more to work less, but you're going to have to work a bit and you're not going to be able to just show up whenever you want. If you do make money, you know, you're probably at some point going to have to put in expenses. And a lot of times you aren't able to make money quickly. Like a a lot of people that talk about some of these things are not really backing it up with like data and analytics and, you know, proof of concept. So that leads me to some of the questions I want you to think about if you are considering entrepreneurship and corporate. And like I said, just to reiterate, I think that entrepreneurship can be beautiful and I don't want to discourage anybody from it, but I just want to give you some things to think about and some perspectives and, and strategies for how you could go about entrepreneurship in a way that serves you or maybe even thinking about you know how you could use corporate to your advantage. So let's dive into those questions that I want you to think about. And the first one is, I want you to ask yourself, what am I hoping to get out of entrepreneurship? What am I lacking in my career in life that I'm hoping to get from entrepreneurship? That's the first question to ask yourself. What most people I think would say to that is, you know, maybe you have an idea, which is great. I think that's a pro for entrepreneurship. If you have a gift or a talent or something that you feel like you can bring to the world. But the other thing I hear from a lot of people is they don't, like I said, the things I mentioned earlier more money, want to make their own schedule, they don't want to have a boss, you know, they don't thrive in the corporate structure, all that. It's too stuffy, whatever it might be. So that's fair. But again, I think it's important to recognize that a lot of those things are not going to come until a lot later on. So, you know, and a lot of coaches aren't teaching you how to go about that sustainably to get to that point. They're just teaching you how to make money. So that's the first thing to ask yourself because you got to have clarity on what you're actually trying to bring in with entrepreneurship. Question to ask yourself is from those things that you want, can you get any of those out of corporate structure. And this may require a little bit of digging and research. I always recommend if you're looking for evidence for what you want to believe is possible, take a look at some of my client love highlights on Instagram. I have literally hundreds of clients that have talked about the different things they've gotten in their job. Like I have clients who've gotten 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, a hundred thousand dollars salary increases, like just straight up profit, right? So, and that's just in their first job. So if you're wanting more money, Could you get that out of the corporate structure? If you're wanting more time, you know, what companies offer more? Are there companies out there that offer more flexible schedules? If you're wanting to work less, are there companies out there that have lower hour work weeks? So that's that's what you really want to start to dig into is creating evidence for what you want to believe is true to really just get a full picture. Now, again, there's a lot of negativity out there. So you might have to do a little bit of digging. I think that certainly there are resources on my page that you could look at, but really asking yourself and understanding and being honest, if you could get some of the things that you're wanting out of entrepreneurship in where you're at now. And if you can't get it where you're at now, understanding if it does exist elsewhere. So then the third thing you want to ask yourself is what are your beliefs around corporate? And I think that this is important to analyze and evaluate because, again, there might be a belief that you don't think that it's possible to get that right. You might not feel like you're qualified. Maybe you don't feel deserving. Maybe you're surrounded by people that are constantly complaining and negative. And the reason I want you to ask yourself this is just to create a little bit of awareness for the beliefs that you have because our beliefs essentially form our reality. So if you really don't believe that it is possible to get a job that would make you happy in corporate, you're, you're never going to want to go out of it, right? Because that's your belief. You're not going to want to go after a, another job and you're going to want to try to find an escape, right? But I think it's really important to remember that you don't actually want the thing. You just want the feeling you think you're going to get from it. So a lot of people don't actually want to be an entrepreneur. They just want to have the things that they think they're going to get from it, right? So I would start to think about your beliefs around corporate and starting to break those down. Next, after you've kind of evaluated, you know, what do you want to get out of entrepreneurship? If you can get that out of corporate analyzing your beliefs, you can start to create basically kind of a, a like trial for either side, right? So in a trial, right, you have the defense and you have the prosecution, right? So you have two sides. And so it's really important to build evidence for either side so you can evaluate everything with a full picture. So if you are feeling like you can get those things that you want out of entrepreneurship, again, comparing to if you can get that of corporate and going out and making sure that you have a full picture so that you have evidence for either side that's going to allow you to just really have all the information to be able to make decisions and make informed decisions right so thinking about this like if you were doing a trial you want to and you're you're on both sides right you're the you're the legal team for both sides creating evidence for both sides As an example, you know, some things that I think a lot of people don't realize about corporate that are really beneficial is I mean, corporate can be such a great resource for your career if you use it wisely. It can be a tool to elevate your life. It can give you a ton of money. It can give you time back and give you perks. And there's so many great things, you know, for entrepreneurship, for example, there are gonna be months where you don't make a lot of money. Like there are ups and downs in every single business. So, you know, with a corporate job, you're going to be getting a consistent paycheck. You're going to have a boss and a mentor built in. You're not going to have those things when you're an entrepreneur, right? You won't have a boss to go to when you have problems, unless you invest in a coach or a mentorship of some, of some kind. So I think it's important for you to build a case for either side so that you can start to evaluate it fully. If you do all of that and you really feel like entrepreneurship is the right fit for you, I, the final thing I'd ask yourself is from that first question you asked of what you want to get up of entrepreneurship to ask yourself if you are okay with that not coming immediately. And this is a really big thing is that a lot of people build businesses or go after entrepreneurship for the wrong reasons. They go after it just to, cause they want to make a ton of money or whatever. You know, they want to escape something, but that motivation is not going to last you a long time. At least I don't see that lasting people a long time. The reason I was so passionate about my business is I really knew that I had a offer that could help people. And I was right. I I only wanted, I when I started a business, I was like, I'd be happy if I helped one person. Now I've helped hundreds of people and I am so, so dang proud of that. And I just knew that even if I didn't make a single dollar, I would be proud that I helped one person or I put something out that helped one person. And I still feel like that today. And that's what drives me. It's not the money, it's not the accolades, it's not the articles that I get I get written about, or you know, if I ever write a book or speaking events, it's not that. What makes me super happy is the impact I'm making in the vision I hold for my team, for my company, for my clients, and the work that I get to do. That would if my business went down tomorrow. I would still be so proud of the work that I did and I really feel that the reason I am motivated and keep going is because I am not driven by money or fame or any of that. And that really is what makes me feel happy <laughs> in the work that I do. So I think it's really important to ask yourself if you don't get the money, if you you know don't get the things that you wanted that you asked yourself in that first question for a long time, are you going to be okay with that, right? If it's going to take seven to eight years, are you going to be okay with seven to eight years of ups and downs, of not getting a cons- consistent paycheck, of doing things on your own, a bit of loneliness, right? It's really just important to evaluate those things. Like I said, though, if you're out there and you have a vision, entrepreneurship can be great. And I just want to give you another perspective as well, that there are plenty of people out there that don't pursue entrepreneurship, which is totally fine, and are able to create beautiful corporate careers. But you don't have to also choose. It's not one or the other or all in or all out. All of the coaches that I have who work for me, who are amazing, all my three, I have four coaches, three of them have worked for me over two years. And the fourth one was a former client of mine. So I've known her for a really long time. They all have side businesses. So they either work for me or they have their own little side businesses and they have jobs except for one. She just, full. I think she just consults, but yeah, they basically all have their own side hustles and corporate careers. And actually all of my coaches have used the curriculum that I teach to get even better careers for themselves and to still have their side hustles. So that's a really great thing to consider is if you want, you know, time, energy, you need time, energy, resources to be able to build a business. And so getting a job that gives you more time, more energy, more resources, especially finances, that could really be really great if you want to have a side hustle and you want to build something up. And there are plenty of people out out there that have businesses on the side, but you have to have a job that would support a business. So this is, again, where we're thinking about your career being a resource. Your career can be a resource for you building a business and and being an entrepreneur but you're going to have to be in the right job that's going to be able to give you the things that you need to be able to do that. So I think it's important to think about that. You know, I even think too, like, you know, I'm an entrepreneur now and have my business and I think I'll always have it. But sometimes I think, you know, in the future, maybe I'll go back into a corporate role. Maybe I want to be a head of HR somewhere. You know, I don't know where the path is going to lead. And so I'm open and flexible to what the possibilities might be. So you don't have to like, Do it all now. You could stay in a corporate career and be happy in your corporate and just you know maximize your potential there go into entrepreneurship, you know, there's, there's so many avenues you could take and we're not tied to one certain situation, but I do think that your career could be a great resource for entrepreneurship too. Like all my coaches do like so many, I know other career coaches that do that as well. So really thinking about entrepreneurship differently than like all in or all out, I think is really important. And I'll also say, you know, for me, I got let go from my company and I went all in on my business and it was super stressful not having a consistent paycheck. And I, because of that, I, you know, typically don't recommend that, or, you know, I encourage clients or anyone to have some savings built up or a loan or someone you can lean on. Cause it's really hard to go in, in business, but using your career to give you finances and money while you build your business. And then eventually if you want to leave your corporate job, That is a beautiful way to go about it. And I think much more, much more healthy for, much healthier, excuse me, for your nervous system and just for your overall mental health. So I hope that this episode just gave you a couple things to think about, a perspective on entrepreneurship and a perspective too on, you know, how corporate can serve you better. So just to recap those questions that we went over, you know, number one, what do you want of being an entrepreneur? Number two, can you get that out of corporate? Number three, what are your beliefs around corporate? Number four, you know, creating evidence for either side of being in corporate or being an entrepreneur to build a case for both to get a full picture. And then finally, if you're really feeling like entrepreneurship is the right fit, are you ready to not have the things that you mentioned in that first question for potentially a long time? Certainly with that last question, I don't want to project, you know, anything is possible. I really believe that any outcome is a possibility that being said I also want to be realistic about you know what happens for most people and you know things don't always happen overnight. So I hope this episode helped you. And as always, I really love to hear from you guys. So if you're enjoying the podcast, let me know. I'm on Instagram at Chelsea Stokes on LinkedIn. And if you're enjoying this, make sure to follow, rate, and subscribe. It really helps us to continue doing this. So we truly appreciate you and I will see you on the next episode. I'll talk to you soon.